Hey, welcome back to the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO. And I'm your host, Doug Lear. The last shot, the last shot for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Uh, we still have a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. We're going to get you a podcast extra with Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors, uh, and you can listen to them. You listen to Bruin Agri Gone Outdoors on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. We know not everybody can listen to them on Saturday mornings. We know not everybody can listen to a podcast. So we break out a podcast extra for you each and every weekend. Before we do that, let's get you a Central Dakota Outdoors report with Pat Stockdale. You read her work in Dakota Country Magazine. She is an award-winning outdoors communicator, and she connects with uh, the people and the places, the bait shops, the gas stations, the motels, the resorts, the guides, to give us a better idea of where people are going, what they're doing, what they're finding outdoors. Well, Pat, what's cooking outdoors this week? Hey, before I forget, this is your last opportunity coming up before Wednesday, June 8th, when the North Dakota deer application deadline, that's right, Wednesday at midnight is the deadline to apply for a deer license in North Dakota. So if you have not done so, don't wait. Don't say, well, maybe tomorrow. Do it right now. Go to the Game and Fish Department website and get her done. And now here's Pat Stockdale with your Central Dakota Outdoors report. Thanks, Doug. As we check elsewhere around North Dakota, a new month is bringing warmer water temperatures to Devil's Lake. That's also bringing improving walleye activity. Try working shallow water in 10 feet or less using slip bobbers or pitching crankbaits and locate water temperatures about 55 degrees or warmer. Some areas to try include around Grounds Island and west in the Minnewaukan Flats or any of the back bays. The trick is locating that warmer water. Some pike are mixed in with the walleye as well, and anglers are also seeing increasing white bass numbers. Inflows are still steady into the lake, and it's now above 1,450 feet above mean sea level for elevation. Public docks are in place on Lake Ashtabula, and the lake is at its normal elevation for the summer. However, it could change depending on what comes in after Memorial Day weekend rains in the area. Anglers are finding some nice perch and walleye success. The Cheyenne River is producing um, activity as well. Out west, the Missouri River tail race remains slow, which unfortunately also includes the wing walls from shore and from boats. A few catfish, pike, and walleye from shore along the mid-spillway channel are showing up, though, so at least there's some activity in the tail race area. Lake Audubon continues to produce nice walleye and smallmouth bass success and is probably seeing about as much activity as any place. Try shallow water pitching jigs and minnows or trolling with spinner blades for walleye and hair jigs for bass in the warm, shallow water. Lake Sakakawea walleye bites slowly starting to improve on the east end. The best success is probably around Douglas or Stanky Bays pitching jigs in shallow water, while in the midsection, anglers are finding good walleye success working around Four Bears Bridge near Newtown and to the west. Try a variety of presentations. The Van Hook arm itself in the midsection still somewhat slow with better success south of the arm. However, now that water temperatures are finally warming and there's nice activity around the Newtown area, walleye success in the Van Hook arm typically follows shortly after that. Look for the walleye bite to improve there soon. Appreciate that report. That is Pat Stockdale 
and she is an award-winning outdoors communicator. Again, read her work in Dakota Country Magazine and various other publications across the Midwest. Right now, it's time to get you that podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. You hear Brewer and Agri gone outdoors at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. Not everybody can listen then, and not everybody can check out their podcast. So here is a podcast extra from Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. And we are going to be spending the next few minutes talking hunting. And you know, Scott, always looking for a reason to play some of that bumper music that we typically only get to hear in October or November. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard that song, and I've kind of missed it. I'm glad we're getting to play it again. It's uh, it's pretty awesome. And we, it's pretty awesome that we get to welcome to this segment of Gone Outdoors, Casey Anderson, the North Dakota Game and Fish Wildlife Division Chief uh, and have a chance to talk a little bit about uh, the upcoming fall season. That's uh, is a few months away, but it's it's going to be here quickly. Casey, welcome back to Gone Outdoors. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Uh, I tell you what, it's it's awesome that summer is warming up, and you know Scott and I talk about this a lot. We love the season at hand, and we love just just jumping in with both feet to uh, whatever is in front of us in the outdoors. But we always tend to have one eye kind of looking a little bit down at the horizon and seeing what's coming around the bend. And, you know, we're jumping into summer now, and and hunting season is going to be the next thing on the docket. And uh, it it may feel like it's a ways away, but it really is not. And, in fact, uh, in North Dakota, firearms deer lottery applications are open right now. Is that is that true? Yeah, that's true. So we usually do our... Our drawing, uh, the deadline is June 8th for anybody that wants a chance to uh, hunt deer in North Dakota. And yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of get, hunting season never comes fast enough and then it never stays long enough. But Isn't that the hey, truth? Hey, hey Casey, uh, how do hunters, and I'm assuming most North Dakota hunters are very familiar with the system, but for anybody that may have just moved to the state or they don't really know what they need to do if they want to apply for a, a firearm deer license, whether it's a mule deer or 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 uh, whitetail, antlerless or buck, e- either way. How do they do that? How do they fill out that application before uh, it ends here in early June? Yeah, so they, they would have to go online to the North Dakota Game and Fish Department website at gf.nd.gov.gov. Um, and get under the uh, hunting tab and, and apply for a license. And, uh, you know, there's other information on there that can help people decide which units they may or may not want to apply for or, or the species they may want to apply for. Um, if they dig deep enough, they can probably find, you know, some of the, some of the historical applicant versus uh, license available, you know, type of information. Um, the one thing that, you know, you want to pay attention to is how many licenses are available for this coming year because that can change what that percentage of draw might look like. But and if I'm uh, not mistaken, Casey, there was some some news not too long ago. Just there, there have been some changes in certain areas in terms of the number of licenses that will be available to hunters. Uh, where where are we seeing the most significant amounts of change throughout the state? Yeah, so as we had talked on a previous show, the EHD outbreak that we had in North Dakota, especially along the Missouri River corridor, um, reduced our whitetail populations and sometimes drastically in certain areas. And so we we dropped the allocation um, 
8,000 licenses from last year. Um, and that was mainly due to those units that had EHD outbreaks and uh, kind of worked through that as far as different levels of outbreak throughout some of those units. Um, but on, on a high note, the, uh, you know, our mule deer in the Badlands seemed to do fairly well. We were a little skeptical um, coming out of the drought as bad as we did if they would be uh, in good enough shape to make the winter. But Mother Nature didn't give us... Uh, a long extended winter in the Badlands. They had caught some of those last couple storms, but um, we finished up our mule deer surveys here and, and they look to be strong. So the licenses will remain consistent. At least they didn't go down in those mule deer units, but, but okay, most Casey, a, a lot of our listeners are here on the Eastern side of the state. And, you know, most of that EHD stuff was going on, like you said, Missouri river, central part, uh, West Central. How how do the deer application numbers look on the eastern side? Are they relatively stable? Are they a little higher? Are they a little so, lower because of other concerns? Yeah, so they were uh, relatively stable. Um, you know, we did we added some uh, licenses in Unit Two B, which is kind of north and south of Fargo. Um, there and uh, the rest of them stayed fairly consistent as far as the number of licenses um, in those other units and so 2a we actually added a few licenses but mostly not too noticeable but um, but yeah those counts you know they had winter over there in that eastern side of the state but um, we were able to get some good aerial surveys done in those areas over the winter because we had good snow cover and the populations were were stable to increasing in many of those units um, that we were able to fly. Casey, I tell you what, it's always disappointing to a resident when you hear numbers are going to drop of available licenses, but I do a lot of traveling and I just got to say kudos to you and your entire crew because if you take a step back, honestly, folks outside of North Dakota are quite envious of what North Dakota has because you uh, as an agency have done a fantastic job of regulating the uh, hunting opportunities, the trophy opportunities to harvest a trophy sized animal. And uh, there's a lot of folks that, that really truly want to come to North Dakota to hunt. So uh, just a, a big kudos to you and the job you're doing. I know sometimes certain years it's, it's a little hard to, to swallow that news, but gosh, if we look overall, things are really, really good here in the state. Yeah, they seem to be. And, you know, one of our biggest things at the Game of Fish Department is how do we maximize opportunity um, for for folks wanting to hunt in North Dakota um, and then still be responsible, you know, to manage those, those critters on the landscape. Um, and it's always a balancing act whenever you go through some of that stuff. But Yeah, it sure is. And, you know, I, I think when it comes right down to it, those who hunt, are, are ones who care as much about uh, conservation as, as anybody else out, out there. Uh, they seem to be the ones with the skin in the game. So uh, we all understand. We all, we all ride the highs and we, we ride the lows, right? And that's part of the game we play. So uh, thank you for the work that you do. If folks want to find information out there about North Dakota hunting opportunities, be it deer hunting, be it birds, be it uh, some of the other big game species, where do they go to get that information, Casey? So I would say the best place to start would be our, our website, the Game of Fish Department website that I mentioned earlier. 
Um, but beyond that, you know, our game and fish department is fairly accessible as far as being able to call and get a hold of somebody that that knows that species, um, knows enough about it to uh, to help them kind of figure out, you know, possibilities of what that looks like. And then, of course, as we do our surveys and things throughout the summer and spring, you know, we put that information out to the public and you can usually find that through our website, um, through media releases. They can sign up for our our text text or notifications um sometimes that helps and so that can all be done through our website Fan- for the most part fantastic uh, folks this is casey anderson north dakota game and fish wildlife division chief casey thank you so much for spending a little time with us this morning and sharing some of that insight with our listeners yeah no problem well, that is going to wrap things up for this weekend edition of Outdoors Live. Appreciate the podcast extra being made available by Scotty Brewer and Kyle Agri. Uh, make sure you check out them Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock. And then also you can check out their podcast at kfgo.com. This has been the weekend edition of Outdoors Live on News Radio, the Mighty 790 KFGO and FM 104.7. Till next time, I'm Doug Lear reminding you, as always, keep your lines tight and your powder dry. Have a great one out there.